heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Taking back control of your life is the name of this series, my friends, my fellow Americans, and to all of our friends around the globe here, welcome in here. I made it, episode one, I made it week one, if you can believe that. We're now in week two of this magnificent eight-week series we're doing uh, here. Uh, This was a really a special treat, very unique program I've been telling you about. And uh, it's terrific because we're doing it with uh, Brother Henry, Dr. H, and uh, Dr. Henry Ely. Because too many names. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, and uh, that's who we're doing this program with here. He, you know, he is the man who can help set us straight. Now, he, here's what we're trying to do. There are those who are sincerely struggling with long COVID. It's a, it's a problem. It's a problem in the millions, okay? And then there's vaccine injuries. And sometimes these things cross over as well, very clearly. That's another group. It's clearly a very large number as well. And then there's the rest of the population and those like myself who just want to, well, how do I say to you? We just want to get our asses kicked now and then. We want to experience life in the fullest. And we want to have a healthy immune system to do that. And my friends, in a post-COVID world, uh, <laughs> you know, right, the challenges are many. And so we want to be optimized. Uh, that's how I see this program. So this is a gift. This is a gift back for all of us uh, to be able to really uh, uh, create that excellence in our life and and, uh, and just experience the joy, okay, if you would of all of this. So this program comes to you every Friday now on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Uh, again, on the Voice of a Nation here at 6 and 11, as always, friends, uh, Eastern Time. But you hear us anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio uh, Network or, of course, America Out Loud Talk Radio on all the apps and the media player and many other places you can listen to us. All the shows go to podcast the next day and you can hear them throughout the weekend uh, as well uh, on the podcast networks or on the front page there. So today's program, episode two, going to focus a little bit about some of the food and the allergies and all kinds of things. Hey, let me bring on Dr. H right now. And uh, and I, I did make it through week one, my brother. And so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine you're in the backdrop there laughing like, yeah, he's at it again. You know I am. <laughs> I know. Uh, he's at it again, man. So just keeping it real, brother. Just keeping it real. So, um, I'm going to get started now with this year and really get into the educational component of the guts of these food allergies and what's important. And let me turn the program over to you now and uh, help guide us a bit here. You know, and, and thank you for having me and thank you, everybody, for listening in again. Um, you know, Brother Malcolm, when we when we get into this, one of the things that's really astounding at in my practice uh, is that 99% of Americans have delayed food allergies, but only 90% even know it. Excuse me. Let me let me say that a little bit differently. I just messed that up. You know, brother Malcolm, what's what's interesting about my practice is that ninety nine percent of Americans have delayed food allergies, but ninety eight percent don't even know it. And what gets really really crazy is that it has such a huge role in people's health. Now, when we talk about delayed food allergies, most people have a you know cursory understanding of it, but the word delayed kind of throws them off. 
when we think of food allergies, most of the time what happens is we think of the kid with the peanut, the shellfish allergy, the folks where the throat starts closing, they go into anaphylactic shock where it's, it's actually life-threatening um, for them. And those we would consider to be immediate food allergies. And those are mediated by a different mechanism within um, the immune system response. What we look for are delayed food allergies, the things that are a little bit more insidious, the things that are a little bit harder for patients to figure out, the things that actually play a much larger role in chronic disease, okay? And they show up, like I said, in insidious ways, uh, dark circles under the eyes, all right? That's a big one, okay? One of those big telltale signs, acne, eczema, um, you know, any kind of asthma or chronic kind of sinusitis. Remember, when we talk about delayed food allergies, we're talking about chronic things, not immediate responses because of that delayed aspect. Uh, hernias, Malcolm, you know, um, in irritable or inflammatory bowel diseases, acid reflux, huge one, acid reflux or GERD or whatever you want to call it, right? Heartburn, uh, migraines, ear itching and ear infections, especially in little ones, chronic ear infections, fatigue, two hours after eating, you know, you eat something and you just like want to fall asleep. You just want to take a nap and it's not because you overate. It's just like, wow, I just feel wiped out. Um, itching eyes, burning eyes, um, kind of itchy skin, burning skin, um, really weird, like nosebleeds that come out of nowhere. And then here's another one, sore throats, scratchy throats, and stiff necks. These are things, brother Malcolm, that when you have those sides and when they're chronic, what that's telling us is it's likely due to your diet, that there's something you're eating that your immune system doesn't like. And we want to make sure and run a test so that we don't have to guess what mm. that food is when we can really know. What kind of a test do you run? Well, we run a blood test and it's really, really simple. There's a great lab that we use at the Energetic Health Institute and in my practice. We've been using them for 20 years. The thing I love about this lab is that the lab director recalibrates the machinery, the equipment several times each day. So it gives us very personalized results rather than these, like I, I used to use this one lab that'll remain nameless. And it was weird because every single patient was allergic to blueberries. And that was a dead giveaway that they're not doing a good job with their instrumentation and with calibration of their, of their ELISA testing. Mm -hmm. So what we, we use is a different company and, and that company that we use, they do it several times every day and it gives us very personalized results. And the, here's the, here's where the rubber meets the road. When we put those results from the test into play, patients get better. And that's all that matters. So let me understand now, this, this blood test will actually tell, will it tell you uh, literally what I might be, uh, what I'm having an impact uh, to, or what I, might, what I might be allergic to, that kind of thing? Or? It, it does. And it does it in, in wow. various levels. So we can look at 184 foods and herbs, common foods and herbs, and we can get down to the nitty gritty of what are your high reaction foods, what are your moderate reaction foods, really? and what are your low reaction foods. And it gives us a great ability from to- From that blood oh, test, you're saying? From, from just from that, we don't have to guess what your diet is supposed to look like. That's, your body will tell us. That's, this is remarkable to me. I mean, I have no idea what you were sure. Now, this is why also I should uh, uh, divulge to uh, folks that this is why you you also sent me the blood test to take, correct? 
Correct. Yeah. We don't want to guess, you know, I, I'm, I, you know, what drives me crazy in the practice of natural medicine is too many people guess and they get it wrong. The patients get frustrated. They don't get the results. Wow. Well, again, so I got this in uh, from Dr. H's uh, blood and I, we hadn't had a chance to talk about it. I wasn't sure. And I just before coming on here, I say, Hey, what's this for, by the way, now I see what it's for. (laughs) And uh, exactly. So now I'll get that done and get it to you. But I really think this is quite interesting and I'm, I'm fascinated uh, mm-hmm. as I think everybody is with your, I mean, what you're talking about here now is pretty serious because you're suggesting to me that a lot of the aches uh, or correct me on this, please, but a lot mm-hmm. of the aches and pains and ailments mm-hmm. are things that people deal with on a really hourly and daily basis that a lot of this is potentially avoidable. It's, it is. Malcolm, and let me let me give my own personal testimony wow. here. Wow. Years ago, 20 years ago, I was walking, I was in medical school and I'm a skeptic, all right? And I, I was in the hallways and the worst place to exhibit a symptom is in a hallway with around a bunch of medical students, let me tell you, because everybody's watching everybody. And I did this little innocuous thing of I took my knuckle and I started driving into my right earlobe and I started like itching my inner ear. You know, when you get that little tickle in there and you got to like just try to scratch it. And one of my dear friends came up to me and she said, you've got delayed food allergies. And I was like, what are you talking about? I just was itching my ear. She said, listen, go and get the test and then put the results into play. And if that doesn't resolve what you're feeling, I'll pay for the test. So I said, all right, I'll take the Pepsi challenge, right? Mm. I went and did it. And sure as shooting, I went from Malcolm, and this is literal. I went from swollen lymph nodes all in my neck, feeling like I might have cancer and that I was dying. Okay. And I, I mean this, like I was having some real concerns that I had some major health issues going on to completely resolved in 28 days. Mm. And it blew mm. my mind about it. And then, so I started using it with patients when I was in, um, in the clinical setting and everybody started getting better. And then I kept using it in my practice. And it's now it's so fundamental to my practice that literally every patient I work with gets a delayed food allergy test because I don't want to guess about what their diet is supposed to be. I mean, you you're literally have blown me away here with this information. I mean, I hope everyone is totally engaged with what you just shared, but this is mm-hmm. huge. It's, it's huge. That it can make that kind of a difference. And I totally, totally get it. So I love this. So 99% of Americans have these, what you're calling delayed food allergies or mm-hmm. impacts, I guess. The word mm-hmm. allergies throw me a little bit there because, uh, but it's, it's, it actually sounds like it's more than that, you know? Yeah. Let me, let me speak to that for a second. Cause you'll get people call them delayed food intolerances. You'll get them called okay. delayed food allergies, you know, and, and all kinds of things. Listen, here's what it is. Your immune system is super simple. Your immune system is going to look for what is self and what is not self. The things that are self, the immune system is going to leave alone. The things that are not self, the immune system is going to try to destroy. Very simple. Okay. Now there's a class of immune cells called B cells that produce antibodies, and they're going to produce antibodies against things that are not self or things that can hurt self. So the immune system has an incredible intelligence of what is good for you and what is not. Now, when you test those antibodies, if we're testing for the immediate, the peanut or the food out, you know, the, um, the shellfish allergy that could, you know, immediately kill somebody that's called an IgE antibody reaction. We're not measuring those by and large. What we're measuring are the delayed ones, the IgG, the things that don't come on for anywhere from two hours to two days after the exposure to the food. So yeah. this is the, this is the rub, Malcolm. Imagine this it's Tuesday. Let's say you had pizza and you were allergic to mm-hmm. 
gluten, okay? And it was a gluten pizza, right? You might not be exhibiting symptomatology for that until Thursday. How many people in this country are going to be able to figure out that on Thursday they feel bad because something they ate on Tuesday? Dr. H, I totally get it. I'll tell you why. I always say to people, they, I, I mean, people always say to me, oh, man, like I had something at lunch that didn't agree with me. I got food poisoning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, three hours later, I said, you don't get food poisoning three hours later. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, because usually it takes a longer time to impact from what I understand to get into your system. I, I, as I understood, it's usually what the following day or something like that before you really have the impact of that. Is that correct? Or It depends on the person. Some people okay. can be very sensitive. It depends on the oh. virulence, but it's it, it typically okay. will take people you know, anywhere from about six hours plus to start developing any kind of appropriate symptomatology. Okay. All right. Yeah. I I understood it took a little longer, so I didn't think, you know, that the onset of that would be immediate, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, it depends, but typically people misinterpret those kind of things and it, it really comes down to food. It's not necessarily quality in those situations. It's that they're eating something their immune system does. Or it could have been something a couple, three days ago, as you just suggested. It it totally could have. And having a delay, and people say that all the time to me. Like three people go out and eat, and one of them gets sick, and they they can't figure out why. They blame mm-hmm. it on the food, but it mm-hmm. surely it wasn't that food they just had. It was something prior, probably. Uh, right. They, well, they blame it on like the food is tainted. There's some kind of you right. know micro microorganism on the food, and it's really it may be just that the food you ate isn't right for you, and your immune system is attacking yeah, it. Yeah, I know people who pull that stunt regularly just to get the food for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that that happens too. <laughs> Not just saying, just. Saying. I don't know about that restaurant over there, you know, that kind of thing. So, all right. That's uh, so when once I have this blood test and you get the results, you'll know pretty quick, I assume. You know, that's what's so fun about it. You get the blood draw, the you know, the people that draw the blood, spin it and they send it out to the lab. The lab will usually get the results back to us within seven days. So, so, you know, you compare that against uh, somebody who's trying to guess and say, you know, I'm going to do an elimination diet. Okay. Don't do that. We can't stand elimination diets, especially the four-day rotation diet. It's not enough time to figure out where the allergy okay. is. Well, once you do mine, maybe you can uh, put a fiber on them and expertitis so we have it for <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Hold on, do. So we have it for listeners next week, maybe. I don't know. I'd love to know what you discover with it. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're open to it, what we'd love to do is get the blood drawn, get it sent to the lab when we get the results. You and I will go over it privately, of course. But if you're open to it and you want to share uh, with the uh, audience, we I would love to review yeah. your results yeah. for the audience. And, and then we can follow up 28 days later after you've cleaned up your diet and see how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. I just say clean up your act. I said, that'll never happen, Henry. Come on now. <laughs> but I digress, right? <laughs> right, right. Now, you know, what's what's really cool about this is, you know, like I'll go into, you know, you'll be shopping somewhere, you know, you go into the, the grocery store. And you'll see little kids and the kids are walking around and they're rubbing their ears and you go, okay, that's delayed food allergies. And you'll look around on them and you'll see, you know, dark circles under their eyes. And it's not because those kids are doing an all night bender. It's just because they have delayed food allergies. And you'll look around maybe on their elbows, maybe on their legs a little bit, and you'll see a little bit of eczema. These are all dead giveaways for little ones that there are delayed food allergies involved. But now for the adults, here's the cool part. It's all the same. So what we look for in adults is that dark circles, like the, the bags under the eyes that we've associated with not getting enough sleep, right? A lot of times, Malcolm, that's just 
the diet. That's just them eating foods their immune system doesn't like. And I see that sometimes with the, as you call them, dark, um, dark areas under the eyes, that, mm-hmm. right? Like a mm-hmm. circle effect. Uh, I mean, that's not what I guess what you're saying. That's not uh, sometimes you see that and it's it's not it's not normal. It's not Asian. Then it's not regular. It's not normal Asian. It shouldn't be that way. Right. The body is amazing in that it, if you know its language and you can, you know, read yeah. it, you know what it's saying, it, it's telling you everything you need to know. The body doesn't know how to lie, but we often misinterpret what it's saying. Interesting. Boy, this is fascinating. Very curious to see what it cuts out for me and my mm-hmm. diet or not. Uh, but um, yeah, for me, uh, Malcolm, the big thing, you know what it was? It was, um, uh, it was uh, dairy and it was uh, yeast. And there was something when I was in medical school, right? And here I am a naturopath. I'm going to tell on myself. Um, after I would take a test, I would go to um, Cold Stone and I would get a Boston breathless uh, <laughs> uh, cream pie milkshake. That was my treat after, after I would take a, a series of major tests and everything, right? Uh-huh. And then I would be wiped out. And so it was very enlightening for me because when I got the test and it showed dairy and I finally took it out, I felt better immediately, but it took me all the way back to my childhood. It took me back to my childhood because on Saturday mornings, I would wake up and have a bowl, several bowls of cereal, drink all the milk, right? But then by nighttime, I'd be in the ER uh, with uh, asthma, with an acute asthmatic uh, reaction. They'd have to like administer um, some, uh, you know, some corticosteroids. You were allergic to dairy then, totally. I was allergic to dairy my whole life. That's all it was. People thought I had asthma as a kid and it might kill me when really all it was, was I was eating, I was drinking and eating milk. And if I would have just went off of that, I would have never had any problems. Imagine how many people and how many young people now think they have asthma. And that's, I can see that. I hear that all the time from folks Mm -hmm. and it may not even be that. It's just, it's so often. And I mean, like above Mm -hmm. 95, 98% of the time, it's just the foods. And if we just get the test and we don't have to guess anymore, we can get people on a diet perfect for them. Listen, I, 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 let me just ask you, and I'm curious, I bet your listeners are wondering, I'm asking for their benefit here. This uh, particular test is um, blood test on average, just, just approximately, what does this sort of a thing cost? Is it it's a couple hundred bucks, you know, it's, it's, it's not cheap, but it's also not expensive from in, in the field. The company we use, we feel is the most accurate and the, the least expensive, which is a dual kind of effect. Some yeah. of them, Malcolm, we've seen are over a thousand dollars and those okay. are usually not nearly as accurate. So a couple hundred dollars, but could save you not only your life, but hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical problems. Huh? Bam, bingo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So kind mm-hmm. of cheap then actually, huh? It, it's, it's, you think of it as an investment in your health. That's what you look at a test like this as. Yeah. I, what I, what I'm suggesting, I wish everybody could have this is what I'm suggesting to you and would maybe, I don't know, but anyways, I, I find it, but I'm going to be very curious and uh, really, this is very cool. I, I didn't, I didn't expect this really. Good. You know, you know, Malcolm, I've been advocating for years in the medical field that it be used with as a CBC, a lipid panel, um, a complete metabolic panel and a vitamin D panel. Like if you, we would just run all this blood work on every patient, the moment they came in, we would be able to resolve so many things without uh, extraordinary cost to the patient. Well, or the you'd system. fix the whole healthcare system, I would imagine. Pretty, and the healthcare much. companies and the big pharma would not be happy with you to say the least. Well, I don't give a damn what they think about me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I won't so, tell you, I won't you tell go. you the, I won't tell you all the reports I've been hearing, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm sure I am. I, I'm, I'm moving on up the list. I'm not public enemy number one yet. I think that's Dr. Peter McCullough, but I'm moving on up the list here. Yeah, we all are. We all are. So tell me what's coming next now. 
Well, you know, what's what's coming next is, you know, we want to understand, you know, like one of the things I like to share with folks is don't guess when you can know. And that's what the test is all about. But I do like to share what we see commonly. Now, what we see commonly are four, the four most common delayed food allergens that we see out there are dairy, gluten, eggs, and yeast. And of course, gluten is going to be in a lot of the grains, especially wheat. Um, but there are, what it does for us, that's really interesting when you look at these tests and when you start going through them with patients is it shows us, well, you can't have this, but you can have this. And for a lot of people, what's really interesting is we have such an emotional attachment to food, right? I don't want it to be taken away from me. What, what happens for a lot of people is they start seeing, oh, well, wait, there are all these things I actually can eat. And then they start to remove the things that are causing problems, the foods that are causing problems, and they start feeling better. And what starts happening is that emotional connection to food changes. It shifts into, oh my God, I actually have an emotional connection to feeling good because I didn't realize that I, that I was feeling this bad. You don't often realize how bad you really are feeling until you start feeling really good. And once that happens for folks, it changes their entire life. It changes all of their decisions. And now their decisions become about not taste, but the feeling of what the food brings to them. Because these things become part of our life. It's our lifestyle, Henry. And we we just think it's normal. I I see people that have these problems and challenges and it becomes sort of normal. You know what I mean? It's just part of it. Um, You know, for for me, you know, I got to tell you, and let me share with you, personal little story back to this blood test and some other things here for me. I had, um, for years I was having uh, irritable bowel syndrome, IBS, Mm -hmm. right? You're familiar, Mm -hmm. you know, and not the perfect gastro system specifically, Mm -hmm. but keep in mind, uh, a lot of my stuff, a lot of the stuff in our lives is stress induced as well, Henry, stress, you know, stress plays such a bad part of our life, doesn't it? You know, Amen. I hope that's something you might even address within the eight week period. I don't know if that's on the menu or not, but, Mm -hmm. uh, I think stress is so such a problem and it, it wreaks havoc on our on our bodies, the stress. And for me, it did. And I had IBS and I had gastro problems that were pretty severe for a while there, uh, causing me great difficulty. And but, you know, uh, it, and I had these even as a young man, um, frankly, uh, as a very young man, 15, 16 years old. I remember having these problems with that. I don't know if that, I wonder what will come out. That's why I'm curious with the blood, what might shape out of that? Might it be something else? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But here's what's happened in my life. Back in the, a few years ago, Henry, it was uh, about five, six, just before America Out Loud birthed and this mission started. And I was in the advertising field. I worked in the corporate boardrooms for uh, 25 years, as you know. And the stress was enormous and the work involved in that was enormous. And, and I remember the impact it always had on me on, you know, a lot of the changes I made in my life and getting to a part of doing what we should be doing in our lives is really a part of this. And I was struggling with that in my life, knowing I had a higher mission, actually, as a young lad. And I was making a lot of money in the advertising field, but it wasn't really where I wanted to be, if that makes sense, you know. And once I decided to make that decision in life, you know, I haven't had a lot of those problems is what I'm suggesting in these last few years, uh, amazingly, a lot of that is, um, uh, which I never thought it would subside. Does that make sense? It, it makes total sense because, you know, your body really is going to look at four things as stressful. And what you're alluding to is the emotional component of stress, which is huge. It's it's probably the biggest source and, and biggest way that the body perceives stress. 
but there's also stress from our diets that the body perceives. And then there's also stress, believe it or not, from our posture. And believe it or not, there's also stress from previous injuries. You see, the body is going to deal with any source of stress in the same way. It's going to launch a sympathetic fight or flight response Mm. to it, right? It goes into survival mode. And that that response can definitely be over, if it's a chronic experience, destructive and therefore pro-inflammatory mm. to the body and in wow. your case to the digestive tract. You just you just hit a grand slam for me. Just before this point that I just shared with you, my brother, just before this, I was in a horrible car accident. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I swear this is what happened. I was a passenger in the car. Uh, my father in law was driving at the time someone come through a light anyways creamed us and totaled the car and it was a mess. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happened from that collision? No, what pretty severe. I had uh, went through one of the first worst periods of my life through about three, three years of hell. I uh, had to have reconstructive jaw surgery. Uh, I had the mm. TTMJ. I now have uh, 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 four plates and I think it's 19 screws. I've lost count now uh, in my jawline, totally rebuilt. Uh, so when people say you have a couple of screws loose, it probably is fairly accurate in my case, uh, frankly. Or when I go through the x-rays and they see all of that, they say, oh, is this the bionic man here we have? What's really going on, you know? Right. And, uh, but I literally have screws in place and my jaw and my jawline was rebuilt. And um, and I went through, you know, I got to say, when I got to the other end of that surgery, the surgeon became a very dear friend of mine, as most mm-hmm. of them do. I ended up making such friends and with doctors. And other than this guy became a very close friend. There's a renowned oral surgeon. Uh, let me say his name. I just love the man, Dr. Michael Kikos. He's, he's absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. And um, he he was just a dear at the right person, the right place, the right time. And, you know, I went through that surgery, Henry, when I woke up, imagine your head is being operated on like that. They had bandages all around my head, really, really mm-hmm. tight. I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. I, I couldn't see because I was wearing glasses at the time, which, which I no longer have because my eyesight is fabulous now because I had LASIK surgery, but I couldn't see and I couldn't hear because my head was twice the size uh, of my head. It was all wrapped in these bandages. You know, I lost, I lost massive weight. I lost, I was uh, fed with a, a eyedropper for about six weeks, I guess it was, you know, my mouth was wired shut. I wasn't out loud then, I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't talk. Some people like that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I have my mouth was actually literally wired shut and uh, was a horrific experience. But that was the trauma I went through. And then just after that, this other episode where I sort of lost control of it in a bigger way. Now I seem to have regained a lot of that back, brother. And it's it's less of a problem for me now. I feel like I'm more in control of life and destiny. And uh, because I think more so also we're carrying out God's mission here, you know. It will amen to that. And what I would say, it's also a function of the work you've been putting in. One of the things that you do that's really awesome, remember our four rules, right? We said the body needs four things every day. The body is going to need to purify. The body is going to need to move something you talk to your audience about all the time, about moving your body. The body is going to need to nourish and something you talk about all the time with healthy cell. And the body is going to need to rest, right? Something you don't give yourself as, as much as you need, right, but, you, right. but you're doing God's work, right? right, right. So, so when you do all those things, when you give your body what it needs every day, something amazing starts happening internally. The old injuries and the scar tissue that develops in the myofascial system starts to break down. And now you're actually getting yourself healthier. Now, I'm sure there's still some remnant in that, some remnant scarring from the surgeries. And of course, there are plates and screws in there. So we know there's going to be a a source of constant damage. But what we do to manage that for you long term is we make sure you understand your diet, you know, which diet is personalized to you. Mm 
so that you keep your body in a very net effect alkaline pH. And what that does is it keeps the pro-inflammatory responses of the body at bay. It creates space. And here's something I want to tell your audience. I have a saying that my students love. Where there's space, there is movement. Where there is movement, there is energy. And where there is energy, disease cannot exist. Let me say that again. Love it. Where there's space, there is movement. Where there's movement, there is energy. And where there's energy, disease cannot exist. So when you're putting all this work into you, what you are doing, Malcolm, is you are creating space in your cellular structure. And when you create that space in your cellular structure, it allows for your blood to flow, for your immune cells to get into there, for lymph to clear the waste and things like that. So your body can really function, even though there are additional devices now keeping and holding some of your bone and your jaw structure together. Over a time, what that does for you is it gives you a better sense that you're getting healthier as you're going. And that's the work you've been putting in. Now, when we deal with emotional trauma, and of course, being in an accident and the severity that you described is going to have a lot of emotion with it, what will happen is typically the nervous system will remember that trauma. And that's where the work of body work, people with very skilled hands who can go in and massage and clinic, and I mean this clinically, clinically massage the tissue and relax and release the tissue so it doesn't keep holding on to tension like it, as if it's bracing for impact is going to give you even more space. And that's where massage would be something that I think at some point we're going to be talking about. I think we're going to be talking about that in the eighth segment, but it's something that I'm probably going to recommend for you long-term, particularly with the workload you do and particularly with your in injury history. Yeah. It'd be great to have a, have a doctor's note that says you must have that done on a regular basis, sir. I can write that note. <laughs> <laughs> give, give yourself permission, right? right? That's right, baby. Oh, it's been a while since I've had a nice massage, I'll tell you. I haven't had a holiday. Well, actually... Uh, since the birth of America Out Loud, uh, my dear friend, I've not stepped off the gas since um, April uh, 2016, since we launched this uh, mm -hmm. masterful platform. I haven't uh, had a day off. I haven't, I'm not complaining now, mind you. I just haven't been able to stop uh, this movement that we're on, this grassroots movement and all the electricity behind it. So I have not disconnected. I have not taken the week in Sedona that uh, Peter McCullough was telling me about <laughs> yesterday that he's going to be doing next month with you. <laughs> and he said, oh, I'm going to be enjoying myself. You know, and of course, I've been telling him this. You know, it's funny. His listeners will laugh. I, I just gave him hell yesterday before we went on broadcast. I didn't have a chance to say this on broadcast with him yesterday, but surely would have. I, I'm always on him to take a week with no mm -hmm. disturbances. Shut everything off, please, because I get so worried about him mm -hmm. uh, because his voice and his, he's been getting these rep respiratory problems. If he please take a week for yourself and shut everything damn off, please. Because if you're not here and healthy and the world don't have you, what 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 good is all this? You know, what, what good is it? You know, right? I'll I'll see if I can impress upon him as well, brother Malcolm. Well, that's why when he said that to me, I said, "We'll one, two, three, tackle him, won't we?" Now, Henry, you know, yeah, right? yeah. Well, you know this this is a marathon we're in, but the marathon that we have to conduct ourselves in sprints. Yeah, you know, we so, have to do, we have to go sprint really fast, get some, and then take a break, yeah. you know, take a break, let the yeah. body recharge, let the body heal. Yeah. Listen, that big point you just said, that massive step, you said, don't forget, uh, you you laid it out to listeners a moment ago, uh, uh, you, the way you said it. Can you put that in the document, please? I, I will. I'm making notes right now. We'll, we'll put please that do in. that. And let me, as you do that, let me just uh, give listeners an update on what we're doing here as well here. Wow. <laughs> we are learning a few things here, friends. Wow. Uh, this is uh, only uh, only episode two. 
uh, of uh, taking back control of your life. Uh, what a magical journey. I I really, I, I knew this would be interesting. I, I got a feeling this is going to be a whole lot interesting. Oh, wow. Over the next eight weeks, people, it's going to be huge. I can sense it. Now, we're going to take uh, some questions from y'all as well. Now, when in just a little bit, I'm going to bring some uh, questions. Um, some of your questions have come in here, and I'm going to bring some up. And how you bring those questions to us, by the way, is uh, simply go to uh, under the uh, the nav bar, the menu at americaoutloud.com. Just go to shows. Now, we put in the link, uh, especially for this taken back control of your life in there, just to help you all out so you know. It's obviously the voice of a nation, the show here, but we put it in as a show just so you could get to that page. Does that make sense? Okay, everyone, so you can get to that information. It's also on the top left sidebar of America Out Loud, taken back control of your life. So I want you to get to that page easy all the information and the notes are on there and every podcast will be on there when these shows go to podcast and we're giving you a play-by-play here and all the steps you need here that uh, dr h and and uh, and malcolm here providing back to you with all when we say put it in the document that's what we're speaking about so that's how you get that information now in that on that page taking back control of your life you'll see a little email spot you can email your question right in right from that page okay and we will bring those questions up on you here best we can. And so get them in. And we'll, we know it's a big desire here. And we're going to do something just a bit with you here as well. In addition to that, I'm going to get, I'm sure Dr. H is going to ask me some questions how the first week went uh, with all the fasting stuff and this whole new regiment of life that he's uh, given us. Uh, we'll talk about some of that as well uh, just after the pause. And that's kind of how I wanted to do these programs to structure them moving forward. Uh, so we won't do this part of it. We'll do in the second pause and then get into more information. But I really want to keep the upfront valuable information for you. So these are highly, highly educational with a couple of little stories thrown in, of course. But, you know, so we keep the, the ball moving forward for all of you. OK, uh, fair enough. Uh, now, the last point here before we take a, a network identification here uh, is that uh, uh, I want to remind you again, healthy cell, healthy cell, healthy cell is uh, is the key to uh, a lot of what I've done here, at least. Um, they're a magnificent product line. Uh, check them out. Um, HealthyCell.com forward slash out loud. I came across them about four and a half years ago. Uh, I, I was doing a show on aging at the time uh, because I, I was very fascinated with that. And I had the CEO on. It was a fabulous conversation. I since then had the, the doctor on who was a Nobel Prize nominee and all with the company, uh, the, his father who developed it, uh, uh, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, who will tell you proudly is the father. And uh, amazing, amazing people. I've been nothing had but a positive experience with these folks, uh, very classy people. And their product lines are incredible. They're micro gel. Uh, so you get the absorption in your body. It's all about absorption. That's why we talk about it on the program here. Uh, so those products are available to immune super boost. But I also love the uh, focus and recall helps us with the brain fog. A lot of people with long COVID, you know, REM sleep is another. There's a whole host of products there. Check them out for yourself, friends. Those with all of our sponsored partnership links are back at America Out Loud or just go to HealthyCell.com forward slash out loud. Oh, and 25% off your first order, by the way, with listeners. Don't forget that. Use code out loud and get that discount there. We'll take a real quick pause here. We'll join you back there on The Voice of a Nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. 
These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Outloud here, yours truly, my fellow Americans, and as always to my dear friends around the globe, and I love people all over the globe here. Got some very cool people, and they listen in, and we, we love you all, so you know that. It's part of a, a, a community. It's a community on this beautiful planet that we're trying to improve life for all, and uh, that's what this mission is here, my friends. I could not have a higher mission but that surely is it, uh, if there was one. It's, it's a privilege for me to be in this position to be able to offer all of this and do these things. So we're blessed to be here and have this uh, spotlight here. Now we got Dr. H here today, as always on this program, every Friday now, September and October, we've set out on this path and this journey with the goal of improving people's lives. Uh, and it was just something I, I get these uh, ideas that I wake up with them or when I get I haven't been to the mountains in a while. Usually I get these kind of ideas when I come out of the mountains. I don't know why, but there's something so restful about that. It really allows my mind to go there in places, you know, but I'm, I'm a creative guy. I'm a visionary. I sort of see what a lot of folks don't see. And I've always been that way. It's why I was a creative director in the app field, you know. And, and I had this thought, I, we need to do something terrific before the holidays, something magical, something to help people. I see the struggles out there. We see your messages, your emails, all your mess, uh, uh, correspondence, and we take them very personal. I know many of you uh, confide in this network, and we do our best to get those in questions answered. We, we don't get them all answered because they're, they're beyond anything I could handle. I mean, they're in the tens of thousands. Uh, we we couldn't get them all on here, but we do our best to get as many on air as we can. So, but still send them in and we'll do our best to get them on with all the Q and A's I do with Dr. Ely and uh, Dr. H and Dr. McCullough uh, and, uh, and and myself, we'll, we'll get to them best we can here. Um, let's get back into the program here now uh, on uh, episode two. Uh, and this one is entitled, uh, it's a little more than just food allergies, but it's about don't guess when you can know. Uh, this statement is a pretty huge statement, in fact. 99% of Americans have delayed food allergies, but 98% oh, don't even know it. And I, of course, I'd be in that 98%, friends, uh, to be sure. I'm sure probably most of you all are as well. Uh, we live and we learn, don't we? Uh, we've learned a few interesting things here today. Uh, now, let's uh be before we get into some of the questions and stuff uh let's let's revisit recap uh, briefly here uh dr h uh, week one why don't we huh absolutely so we we had some things that we suggested and i wanted to check in with how you did i'm going to share a little bit about how i did too but the first one was in uh, our category of purification so uh the thing we talked about last week was waking up and teaching our body to to poop so 
Did you uh, poop as soon as you wake as you woke up every day last week? Yes, it is a training mechanism. You're exactly right. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, but it's a very a good mechanism, I think, Doctor. I think you're I think you're well grounded to to give this advice. Um, there is something mentally about this too. I, I just visualized actually as I was. I was as I was doing that, and on the toilet, I was thinking of you. By the way, uh, <laughs> I love hearing that so much. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I was thinking of you and thinking, oh, "This is he. What's the doc giving me? What's my brother Henry doing?" Here? But you're so right, and it's a mindset as well, and it's the cleansing of our bodies and our minds for the new day. There's something to it, isn't there? There, there really is. I mean, I know for me, on the the rare occasions where I don't have a bowel movement uh, to start my day, I'm a little crabby. Uh, most of the day until I actually do have a bowel movement. Now I know the days you've been that way with me. I understand <laughs> why. Okay. I, I, duly noted, brother. Duly I'm noted. telling on myself too much. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that's it. I'm not reporting anything else on that. What else you got for me? All right. <laughs> well, number number two we had on moving. We said commit to at least five days of exercise. Did you get five days of exercise in in the last week? Yes. Although I've got to, you know, Part of the and I, this is something I talk to listeners all about. Uh, and with the um, the heat of the summer, I find it more challenging. Um, and and I met the things I typically don't try to use for excuses, and I tell listeners not to use for excuses. I have used in the last couple of months because of the the summer months. Mm -hmm. And with everything going on in my life and moving our things and things we've done, uh, Henry, I. Uh, I need to get a bike as well. Remember I mentioned that to you? You know, I need yes, to get a, a, inside of one of these uh, bike deals. And I don't know which one to get. I've really got to nail that down. In fact, I started to talk to you about it. We've got to talk about that off here. And I want to get one in here uh, to help me out. So, yes, I, but I have taken those walks on uh, uh, several of the days, not all the days, probably three days out of the. So usually I would do every day in the uh, when I made it. I got to get back to making it my mantra is what I got to do. Cause I, I was on listeners for this last fall, big time, you know, right on, you know, one of my th favorite things at the, at, in the home, uh, brother Malcolm is just to have a, a it's, it's just a, um, it's just a, a gym bike with a 35 pound to 50 pound fi uh, flywheel on the front. Okay. You know, it doesn't need to be the, the Peloton is great if you can afford it, but I mean, it doesn't need to be something so extravagant. It's really just, you know, put on some music and start pedaling, you know, and, and decide how many miles that you're going to do. I, I like to do on the bike six miles uh, a day, you know, at a pretty good right. R RPM. Right. Well, I would like walk about three to five miles a day. And I walked, that was my routine every day. Now there's been less of it now. I, I got to be totally straight with you. I mean, than I normally would do, but normally I'm walking three to five miles a day. You can do that in about an hour, Dr. H. Yes, sir. And that's a, a, such a, a great thing to do. The key is, and, and I like variety like most people, right? So some days it would be, it's hiking. Some days it's at the gym. Some days it's hiking. it's kayaking. You know, it's, you just get yourself out there and you get into a habit of love moving. It. And then what happens is your body loves the way it feels. I love it. I love it. I love the hike, uh, the hike. I love the kayak and I got to get to the mountains here. I, I want to move there somewhere. You know, the mm -hmm. other thing I do is I, I uh, sometimes I'll just grab my wife and dance with her on the kitchen floor. Does that count? That does, baby. Go right. for it. Yeah, I do yeah. that as well. I don't know what calories we burn, but that's good. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure they're pretty good. <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and then the third thing we have is nourishing, right? So one of the things we said last week was to take a multivitamin every day. Did you take a multivitamin every day? 100%. Yeah, that I've done. And you know, I would do that. And I did all the other things I gave listeners. If you missed episode one, it's on podcast. I went through my medicine cabinet, right? 
And, right. Right. Yes, and I had that all on the side here and I uh, shared it, but I take all those every day, brother. So am I doing good there? You're doing great there. And let me ask a, a fun question from episode one. What color is your pee? Uh, it's the, uh, the, the, the light yellow, the light yellow. Good. Highlighter, kind of highlighter. Yeah, color. exactly. Exactly. But it's not the bright yellow now. Not super bright yet. So that can mean that maybe a few more. So one of the things you might want to try for maybe a week is to double up your dose of the healthy cell multivitamin. Now, do you want it? So you want it brighter yellow, brighter yellow is good. I, I do. I, I like mine to be good. super bright because then it's, I know my cells have everything they need. Well, let me ask you this now. There are times when it is brighter yellow, but then later in the day it, it dulls off. Is that, and that's normal, that's, right? That's how it's supposed to be. Because well, then what, that's what's happening. That's what's great. happening. Great. Then, yeah. then, you, then you're good. Now, if you are burning the midnight oil, it might be good for you to put a little bit more in a, a second dosing of your multivitamin with dinner. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good okay. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And then, and then the last thing we had uh, was uh, for in one. our paradigm was rest. Right? How yeah. many? How much sleep are you getting every night? Are you getting at least seven hours of sleep every night? Yeah, pretty pretty much. I've tried to do that. I mean, normally I would get about five, uh, as you knew already, coming into this thing from last week. But I've been uh, last night. I did not get that. It was it, the the workload and the deadlines were too massive. Mm-hmm. So I probably got about five hours last night, frankly. So I, I you know, I do my best to commit to that. Uh, there are days I succeeded with that, uh, Henry. Be honest with you, and I, I did that probably about four of the days. I probably got the seven that you highly recommended. Uh, the other days I probably fell short, brother. Well, here, let's let's first of all, you always give a high five for the days that you do it right, because whenever you're introducing something new into your lifestyle, there's going to be some trial and error and there's going to be some ups and downs. Right. So you just say, look, let's celebrate what you did now. But there's a little trick I like to teach patients about resting. If you're in a a tough workload week, let's say you're just you know, you have a a deadlines, you got to hit them. One thing you can do is give your, your body one day every week where it sleeps as long as it needs to. Right. So if you're doing, if you're getting like five hours of sleep Monday through Friday, maybe for Saturday, you give yourself your body off the clock as much as it needs. And your body will take maybe 10 or 12 hours, but that's how you get caught up. Wow, man, I'd wake up and I'd be dead at that point, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can bring you back to life. <laughs> that wouldn't work, man. My, my, my networking platform would be saying, Malcolm, where are you, man? Oh, the deadlines are, yeah. Now, the big one that uh, is something I really wanted to talk to you about before we get to sure. the, the questions is uh, uh, the big thing this past week was the fasting. Right, that bonus, right? Yeah, That's so how, how did... How did you do with the intermittent fasting this week? Well, this is what I wanted to talk to you about now. So I think I did pretty well, actually. Uh, and there were days I felt really good with that. Uh, so out of the seven days since we spoke last, okay, mm-hmm. Dr. H, the what you described to us is the eight-hour 16 window. So it's the 8-16, 8-16, 8-16. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Eight hours of eating, 16 hours of zero calorie. Right. So there it is. It's the 816 plan is what I call it, friends. So you 88 hours to be able to nourish your body and 16 hours to cool it and not have any calories in your body. Now, calories mean no cream, no milk, no nothing. Uh, you know, even your supplements have, be, have to be taken around that, you know, when you're bringing food into your system. So that eight hours is key to make sure you, you know, do that. So out of the seven days, and I don't know what you consider good or bad. And I wanted to ask you what you normally do, because I know you're more fanatical than most about this, <laughs> um, and which is good, but I hope not too much. So I, I succeeded five of the seven days with that plan. So what does that mean? That means that you had five great days and two days uh, that that, you know, you have some room for improvement. 
Um, but that what we look at is we don't want to turn this into a Nazi Gestapo kind of deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you always, especially early on, you have to be very positive with yourself. You have to be your own cheerleader and you have to celebrate that, hey, I just did five days. What did you do the week before? Zero. So five is a big improvement now, when from do your you, body's so perspective. Do you do seven? When do you, do you ever break that pattern yourself, please? Yes. The only time that I break that pattern is when I'm on vacation or when I'm, you know, out with uh, family somewhere, exactly. you know, and it's, and it's like, yeah, you know, you don't, you, you don't, you don't have to be fanatical about it. That's but, what I'm asking. I wanted yeah. to ask you about the fanatical because sometimes my lifestyle doesn't allow that, Henry. It just simply doesn't. Okay. Right. And you I'm honor that. A big event. I'm at a meeting. I'm on some other things. You say, well, I can't join you because I'm not in the time of the fasting or whatever. They say, what are you out of your mind? You know? Yeah, no. Well, and to be, to be fair, you know, number one, it's your life, right? So we have a something well, it's a we television teach the show called that, by the way. Yeah, that's what, and it's it's highly rated. Um, <laughs> but so so what we what we look at is a, a concept called staples versus indulgences, and this okay. is true of foods, and it's also true of lifestyle habits. Okay. So you know, the vast majority of the time, we want to be in staple mode, right? Where we're like, yeah, these are the foods I eat. This is the intermittent fasting I practice. These are the things I do to keep myself feeling good and healthy and happy, right? But that I also understand I'm human. And I also understand that there's times where it's not conducive to doing that. And I'm not going to hold myself to some ideology here. What I'm going to do in those times is I'm going to I'm going to indulge and I'm going to enjoy those times too without guilt or judgment of myself because that is stressful to the body. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, I, I got to tell you, we got to get to the questions, but I have to tell you one thing here. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the days I literally, I, I oh my golly, but let, let me just give a lesson out there to listeners there. So when you're faster than doing the 816, 816, and then you meet folks at a restaurant and you're going to do this, don't have a cocktail or two on uh, when you're just coming back to the eight hours before eating. <laughs> it will feel good, won't it? Uh, if you like to be hit by a Mack truck, it feels real good, brother. And that's what I did on one this week on one of those days. And let me tell you, Henry, it hit me like a like a Mack truck. I, I first of all, I, ha I had been overworked. I went. I was in the sixteen eight mode. I had not had any food, and I did the most stupidest thing. I mean, this is really moronic. Uh, and I was out at dinner, what have you, and some folks, and I. Had a cocktail totally with no food. I told myself oh, I can't do that. And then I did it because it's in front of you, you know, so you end up drinking the damn thing, you know. And, you know, the last thing you need is a gin martini when, you know, all that's happened. And then then the, then the server brings another one out. And so, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm the master of events here. I'm flying high. I'm the master of ceremonies here, you know. Amen. <laughs> so, amen. Man. You're drinking your dinner, buddy. Oh, well, I'm getting let, a little colorful here, right? <laughs> yeah. Let me let me help everybody. This is actually actually a good teaching moment uh, and thank you for bringing that up yeah. as well now how can you straighten yourself right out do you want to know how to straighten yourself right out if you actually do something like that what? a little bit of food and your multivitamin see what what alcohol does is it depletes the b-complex vitamins so fast that it really? needs energy production and therefore wait it a minute your ability, so the vitamin will do that the, the what happens is when when alcohol depletes your b vitamins right. now you're not producing energy and now your body can't detoxify the alcohol quickly now you know, right? what i usually do is i drink a lot of water but that's not even the key to this water is great it'll it'll dilute the alcohol okay. in the bloodstream but if you right. put some b complex in there right. a little bit right. of your healthy cell that you like to use right. 
Right. You do that and it'll straighten you right out. And because if, remember this, when you right. go to the bathroom, after you had a couple of drinks, your right. urine is usually pretty clear, right? Right. That's a sign you are deficient right. in complex oh, vitamins. Okay. All right. All right. I get it now. I get it. That makes perfect sense. So I love this. So the multi, the vitamin now is the key to that. Put the B right back into you and that will help heal, heal you quicker, huh? Right. With food, always with, with some food. food. With food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Very, very cool. Uh, all right. Um, that's a great lesson, friends. And I learned it the hard way to say the least. Um, <laughs> but the one thing I always did when, when I'm out with people, they tend to, you know, or they have a cocktail or two and they don't drink any water. Now I never had a problem. Liquor never, I don't get drunk and I don't have a problem with uh, drinking uh, per se, where you've overindulged on a basis of that nature. Um, but the reason I don't is I drink water. A lot of people I know, Henry, they don't drink the water when they're drinking. Mm-hmm. And I always have all my life. I don't have a cocktail or two without water. And I drink lots of water. I always have. I always have. Mm-hmm. And I, my system flushes quick and easy. You know what I mean? Because of the water. Absolutely. It's, it's a great dilution. And it, 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 as soon as you urinate, you're done. Yeah, that's it. And uh, all right. So anyways, enough of my peeing and pooping habits and water and what have you. Let's get some questions. Okay. Dr. H here. Sounds uh, good. All right. So uh, Cecilia says, uh, I have had a gastric sleeve surgery and follow what my bariatric uh, bariatric surgeon states for a multivitamin. My blood work is all good. I looked and my pantothenic acid intake looks to be 14 milligrams per day. Is that okay? I think it's a little bit low. If it's just for maintenance, you can get away with it. But if it's for therapeutic effect, um, it would be, you need to be above uh, 100 milligrams. We've worked with plenty of patients now who have had the gastric sleeve or some kind of gastric bypass or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was a little concerned at first how it might impact them. It worked beautifully for them going to higher doses. So you shouldn't have to concern with that, but always consult with the your attending doctor before making any changes. All right. All right. So a little higher, you would suggest for her how high? I, I, I'm a big fan of at least 100, but you know, if you're if you're in maintenance mode, and I know healthy cell is is a little bit lower than that, but it's still very good. It's get the nutrients in. I'm not going to quibble when somebody's in maintenance mode. Therapeutic mode, I'm a little bit more specific about a hundred or at least. Okay, gotcha. And that's that's a good lesson from that first uh, episode we had, friends. Alinda uh, says about taking supplements. If directions say to take them in the AM, but they have a few calories, how do we figure that into our fasting? Of course, I asked that question actually in the first one. I think I did. Uh, my first meal is generally around 11 AM, but I take supplements with water in the AM, vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, uh, NAC, uh, so on. Uh, thank you. P.S. I love this series. All right. So mm-hmm. I don't think, um, I think the answer back to that is you don't take the supplements in the AM. You take them when you take the food. If they have calories in them. And and that's, that's the thing. Most supplements don't have calories in them, but if those, the ones that she's using do, then I would just move it to 11 AM when she starts eating. But sometimes just taking them also has a bad effect on some people's stomach and that can be a problem too. Yeah. Empty stomach and, and yeah. high dose nutrients are typically not a good idea. Yeah. Need so I, I, I think take them at 11. Don't take them at eight. What's different, yeah. right? Henry, yeah. Three hours shouldn't be a big deal, but again, always discuss it with the prescribing doctor. Yeah. And again, yeah, because uh, again, we're, this is educational purposes, friends. So we, we can't tell you exactly what the prescription is for you all. You have to really talk to your doctor for that. Uh, Barbara says, is it necessary to take vitamin K2 with vitamin D between two and 4,000 uh, IU a day to prevent artery calcification? Do you, that's the first question. Do you know what the answer to that is? You know, that that's a really good question. Um, you know, 
Vitamin D is used to absorb calcium, Malcolm, and vitamin K is used to put it on the bones for as so the bones become a reservoir for calcium and other minerals. Um, so vitamin K is also produced by healthy uh, microbiome in the digestive tract. I'm not really a bit, and you can get it from green leafy vegetables as well, organic green leafy vegetables. So I'm not really big on, on having people take vitamin K, but it's also not something that I would worry about too much. I would say that would be user's prerogative at that point. Okay. All right. And uh, do you recommend taking, she asked, uh, Barbara, does you recommend taking magnesium along with vitamin D? Uh, I do. I, I mean, <laughs> the more nutrients, the better for me, you know, yeah. to a, to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah, I do as well. I take the magnesium and the vitamin D, Barbara, for sure. Yeah. And she says, thanks for all you do. My family has learned so much from your presentation. So there you go, Barbara. Oh, you, Barbara. that's so sweet. Thank you. All right. So, and then Leslie says here, just listen to Dr. Ely. What a great program and podcast he has. Thanks for all the info and thanks for being the voice of so many. Mm -hmm. oh, Shout thank out you. from Leslie, Dr. H. And uh, Linda <laughs> says, I want to say thank you to Malcolm, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Ely, and everyone on the America Out Loud team. I came across America Out Loud uh, over a year ago and find it so informative. I constantly share many of the shows with friends and family. Thank you again for all you do. You are making a difference. God bless, Linda. Oh, we love, we love you too. Thank you so much. When I talk about the mission, Henry, now you see why I do what I do here. When you say, why ain't you getting enough sleep, Malcolm? Or can't you sleep 12 hours? Now you get why, right? <laughs> I, I'm right there with you, brother. Uh, I get just it, remember, too. <laughs> just remember Linda's message when you give me hell down the road here, brother. Turn Linda back on there, right? Amen, right? Uh, yeah. That's your get-out-of-jail-free card. That's a get-out-of-jail-free card. All right. And a Angelia says, uh, one last one we get time for here. Dr. Ely working on me. Oh, wow, this is powerful, actually. Dr. Ely working on me at the Defeat the Mandate rally in L.A. I am vaxxed, injured, and was coming off the stage and started going into a convulsion. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to contact him since April, but wasn't sure how to reach him. He completely calmed me down the episode and stayed with me until I was stable. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say thank you, Dr. Ely. I never had the chance to speak with him afterwards from this event here, Defeat the Mandate rally in L.A., uh, Steve Kirsch's team immediately flew me back home the next um, uh, morning. I'm still dealing with these issues, but I'm functioning in somewhat a normal life now. If someone could please pass this message to him, I would greatly appreciate it. He is one of the most humble, passionate doctors I have ever met. Mm -hmm. I, I really appreciate that. I remember that very vividly, and um, I'm so glad that she's feeling better and that she had a really great experience and that uh, Steve, who's awesome. Um, Steve, Steve doesn't get nearly the credit he deserves uh, as he, he does so much for so many behind the scenes. He's just a, a he's just a gem of a human being. And, and I, 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 I'm so grateful for it. So just, we love you and thank you. Yeah. This was about you. However, Dr. H this was about you, brother. Yeah. You, you know me, I, yeah. the glory goes to God, Malcolm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just here to do the work, you yeah, know, yeah. and I, yeah. So I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it very much. And I don't mean to be dismissive of anyone. I just, I, I, I used to be very egotistical and I've, I've learned a better way and I want to stay in that, in that yeah. way. And I want to give right. the glory to God always. But just stop talking then. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my friends that is all the time we have left here for this is uh really quite incredible uh the program will be on podcast the following day here you'll get it on the weekend on america out loud and all podcast networks worldwide uh spotify stitcher pandora iheart you name it uh it's on all of them 
And uh, other than that, let's keep it going. Let's keep it real and uh, pass and share the good words, share the information out there. And thank you for joining us here on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.